We are still eight days out from Chicago's municipal election, and early voting is surging. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Tens of thousands of Chicagoans have already cast a ballot. But whether you're mailing in, voting early in person, or waiting for Election Day, we've got you covered with everything you need to know. To answer all of our voting-related questions, we're chatting with Max Bever. He's the Director of Public Information at the Chicago Board of Elections. Max, I see you've got your I Voted sticker on. Did you vote today? This is not just a prop. I actually just voted this morning. You did. Uh, How'd it go? I'm quite lucky. Uh, My early voting site is on the same floor that I work uh, at 69 (laughs) West Washington. Uh, It took me only five minutes. Awesome. Well, I understand that there was some uh, delay with early voting sites today. Just give us an update. Is everything up and running now? There is. We have about four sites that are still delayed, but everything should be open the next half hour. Election crews were out late last night into this morning, working, changing out the early voting touchscreens. Uh, we had a late-breaking addition to the ballot from the Illinois Appellate Court in the 28th Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's always some late-breaking uh, court decision <laughs> related to a municipal election. I see. Uh, but we tried to... Uh, have the most least amount of disruption for voters. So it went from last night to this morning. All sites should be up and running by noon today. So that's what caused the, uh, the that's delay. Correct. But all is good now. Uh, note, if you do want to check the status of your early vo- voting site, just to make sure that it's up and running today, you can also check that online. It's at chicagoelections.gov. So let's get into the overall voting picture, Max. How many Chicagoans have already voted? So we've seen quite the surge since uh, early voting first opened on January 26th, and uh, vote-by-mail ballots started going out on the 20th. Our early vote total right now stands right over 43,000. We've had over 61,000 vote-by-mail ballots already returned Mm -hmm. for a total of just nearly 105,000 ballots cast for this municipal election. That's more than double at this time that we've seen both in 2019 and 2015 municipal elections. 105,000. That's right. Yeah, I mean, let's go back to that 2019 mayoral election. Where were we at this point then compared to now? So at that point in 2019, there was only 42,000 ballots cast. In 2015, 41,000. So more than double at this point. And a lot of that's being driven by our vote-by-mail voters, especially the ones on the permanent vote-by-mail roster. What we know so far for this election is is that people have been making up their mind earlier in this process, especially with vote-by-mail. But, you know, when it comes to Chicago, we've had a milder winter. Uh, We've had a lot of candidates running uh, in this election. A lot of people are aware there's an election right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to see this turnout keep going up and up until Election Day. I mean, do you think that it'll hold up? Through Election Day? It certainly looks like it is. Uh, You know, the last few uh, turnouts for municipal elections has hovered around 36 percent. It's the least amount of turnout for our city uh, elections that happen within the city. With this turnout so far, especially that over 20 percent of ballots already cast comparatively to the other elections have already come in. Mm -hmm. If this holds up and we have, you know, half of voters still wait for Election Day, we're looking like we're going to push this over 40 percent, over 42 percent. We might get even closer to our midterm turnout numbers. Interesting. So you've already talked about some of our options for voting right now, Max. Is it too late to request a mail-in ballot, though? It is not. The deadline's Thursday at 5 o'clock, although if you're still looking to vote by mail, we recommend do it today. Do it as soon as possible. You can go to chicagoelections.gov, go to the vote by mail page. Uh, It's right up on our homepage. Uh, It really only takes about five minutes to fill out online. Mm -hmm. You're going to get that vote by mail ballot sent to you. At this point, we do recommend voters that if you've got your vote by mail ballot, if it's still sitting on your kitchen counter, if you're going to receive it over the next couple of days, 
Get that done, and then you can also use one of the many Dropbox sites in the city. So we know that, you know, we've still been dealing with some mail delays over the past few yes. years. I was wondering, realistically, if someone requested a mail-in ballot today or, you know, on the 20th, by the 23rd, would it actually get here in time for them to vote? It would get to them on time, but if they were to turn it back through the mail, it might not reach just by Election Day. So here's the important thing that you need to do as a vote-by-mail voter if you're planning to use the U.S. Postal Service. Make sure that that ballot is postmarked by February 28th. We will continue to receive vote-by-mail ballots after Election Day. Vote-by-mail ballots take several days after Election Night to continue to be counted. But we'll accept uh, vote-by-mail ballots that are properly postmarked all the way up till March 14th. So uh, okay. the other option is, is that we have secure drop boxes at all of our award voting sites as well as our two locations downtown. So you can just drop that off during any of the normal early voting hours. And you can also drop that off on Election Day because uh, good news again for this election, we've got 51 sites, 51 of our early voting sites that are going to also be open on Election Day as vote centers. And the nice okay. thing for voters for that is that you can vote at any of these sites no matter where you live in the city. Generally, on Election Day, you have an assigned precinct polling place. Many voters use that option, obviously. Um, but you have to go to that assigned precinct polling place. But if you can't make it in the morning, if work's running a bit late, and there's an early voting site that's closer to you and most convenient, that's also going to be open on Election Day from 6 a.m. to 7 p.m., and you can vote at any of those sites. If you live in the first ward and want to vote in the 50th ward, you could do so. Interesting. And, and so we're clear, can people still register to vote in this election? Yes. In Illinois, we have same-day registration. So at this point in the process, go to any early voting site, or you can go to your precinct polling place on Election Day or one of these vote centers mm-hmm. and bring two forms of ID with you. Uh, you can register on the spot and then vote on the spot. Uh, this is good for people who are not yet registered to vote. So, again, there's no excuse uh, you know, heading up to this election. But if you've also recently moved or you recently changed your name and you weren't able to update up that on your voter registration ahead of time, you can do so uh, at an early voting site and yeah. even on Election Day. And so as we talked about the mail-in voting, that's very, very popular this time around. So. You, you talked about how you'll accept it up until, you know, postmarked properly up until the, the 14th of March. What does that mean, though, for how long it's going to take to call these races? Well, I'm glad that you asked because I have been talking to many people and asking for patience because the way that vote by mail has been driving this election so far, those votes do take a little bit longer to count. We do expect and we get, uh, you know, few tens of thousands that come in right after Election Day or collected in drop boxes on Election Day. With municipal elections, we know a lot of these races generally are very close. With a lot of these ward races, they come down to double digits, sometimes single digits. Mm -hmm. So for races that are going to be close on Election Night within these wards, uh, it might not be called until a few days after Election Night. So we do recommend for these campaigns, please have a bit of patience. Please be kind. Please be kind (laughs) to each other. We're going to be counting every vote. Um, But we do expect many of these races to be close, especially uh, that many Chicagoans are going to be voting for an entirely new municipal office for the first time uh, in the city's history. This is a new municipal office uh, that's been created, first time in over a century. um, And that is going to be a choice for voters. And February 28th is their only chance to vote for this new office. There will be no runoff for the police district councils. Yeah, let's let's dig more into what we're voting for in this election beyond the mayor's race. You talked a bit about the the police district council there, uh, you know, the first for Chicago in this election. What will voting look like exactly for those seats? Sure. So uh, with this election, it is a bit more simple of a ballot uh, comparatively to voters who just voted in November and had two ballots and all that long list of retention judges. Uh, This one all fits on one side. Voters are going to be voting for mayor. 
for treasurer, for city clerk, their local alder person, and for the first time, they get to choose up to three police district council uh, members. This is a new office that was created by Chicago City Council last year. Uh, this will be the uh, the only election for these seats on mm-hmm. February 28th, and voters get to choose up to three. Um, plenty of information out on those candidates. We recommend uh, checking out their campaign websites, learning more about your candidates. But this supports a community commission on public safety and accountability uh, citywide. And the three police districts will, will likely write in candidates and elect someone whose name is not on the ballot. So, I'm talking about the 5th, 6th, and the 14th districts. So can you remind us? Tell us more about that and remind us what neighborhoods we're talking about there. That's right. So in four races, there's currently only two candidates. But in three, those police districts that you just mentioned, the 5th, the 6th, and the 14th districts, there are qualified write-in candidates. Uh, This might mean— not enough people had filed to run. Not enough people had filed, but that there's uh, a candidate who filed a form to uh, to run as a write-in candidate. Now, in all of Chicago's history, a write-in candidate has not yet won municipal office. However, since there's only two seats open and there's qualified write-in candidates for those three districts, we're looking at possibility for the first time in Chicago history, three candidates might win uh, based off of being a write-in. There will wow. be a write-in list available off of ChicagoElections.gov tomorrow. Uh, so if you want to look at who's running in the police districts as well as for mayor and alderperson as write-in candidates, go check our website, ChicagoElections.gov, tomorrow. But for the first time in Chicago history, it looks like we might have a write-in candidate That's win. A pretty big deal. You mentioned that, of course, those police district council seats will not go to a runoff, but polling for the mayoral election, that's showing that we are almost certainly heading into a a runoff. What decides that, and what does that process look like? We're certainly preparing for a citywide runoff election on April 4th. It's scheduled. uh, This is still somewhat new uh, over the last few decades. Uh, You know, during the 90s, a good portion of the 2000s, we didn't have the mayor's race go to a runoff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Over the last decade, that's become more common. Um, What happens uh, with uh, candidates for mayor, for treasurer, for clerk, and for alderperson If you get 50 percent of the vote plus one vote, uh, you win that office. You do not need to go to a runoff. If no candidate captures that, then the top two vote getters uh, will move on to the runoff election on April 4th. Voters will have to go vote again. how soon do we know which candidates are going to be in that April 4th runoff? So we're looking for the proclamation of votes to be around March 15th. But this is a pretty quick turnover. Okay. Uh, So that will be the definitive. But we are trying to make that ballot, make that available to voters as soon as possible, get those vote-by-mail ballots out, get early voting started again soon after the 15th when we can. Um, But right around that date, uh, people and voters should be looking at what their options are again. And then we're going to have to vote all over again on April 4th. Which other seats are going to go to a runoff? You know, uh, I can't prognosticate at this point for a lot of the other alderperson seats. Yeah. Um, we will see when we get to Election Day. But given that uh, we have a lot of open seats on council, more than we have in previous years, we're expecting quite a few of these it's ward races like to get to the runoff. Block Club Chicago reported last week that the, the Board of Elections is still in need of poll workers. Is that still true today? We always need more election judges for Election Day. We've actually hit the target that we need right now. We need around 65 Hundred election judges, um, but we try to get about a thousand more just to get ahead of eventual resignations or no shows on election day. Okay, uh, each polling place needs to be uh, 
stocked, <laughs> lack of a better word, yeah. staffed uh, so with how, five election judges. how can judges. someone listening become a poll worker? What, what are the eligibility requirements? Sure. So you have to be a U.S. citizen. Uh, you have to read and write English. And you have to be a registered voter in Cook County. You don't necessarily even have to be a registered voter in the city of Chicago. But if you are those three things and you are available on uh, February 28th, uh, we know that it's a very long day to work Election Day and it's not that much pay. Uh, but you do get paid. Uh, returning judges make up to $255 and new judges make up to $230. People who want to learn more and sign up can go to pollworker.chicagoelections.gov. Anything else you think voters should know that we haven't covered? I think at this point, uh, you've got a week left. Uh, Early voting sites are going to start getting a little bit more crowded. This weekend is when we see the most amount of lines uh, start to go. So if you've made up your mind, I recommend. It looks like it's going to be mild weather all week. Go to one of the 52 early voting sites that are open. Otherwise, uh, find a way, make a plan to vote. You can still get your vote-by-mail ballot. That application will be open until Thursday. Or if you like voting on Election Day, uh, make your plan to vote on Election Day. Max Bever is the Director of Public Information at the Chicago Board of Elections. Thank you so much. Thank you. This episode of Reset was produced by Sarah Stark, and it was edited by Ethan Schwab and Meha Ahmed. Stay in the know this election cycle by subscribing to our podcast. We'll have live coverage on Election Day, and if you want to hear from the candidates, you can check out our mayoral forum and analysis in our podcast feed. That's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.